Right now, however, I would like to introduce somebody to you who is uh, has been a very special person to Detroit, to the Mac community, and uh, to photography as well. And that is Mr. Terry White, who is with us right now on our line. Hey, Terry, I'm glad to have you with us. I understand that uh, you're going to be in Detroit, and for some of the people, this will have passed already, but you're going to be in Detroit this uh, coming Sunday to do a very special presentation on... Uh, Adobe Lightroom and Creative Cloud for a group of people that you have known very well for quite a few years. Absolutely. So um, I'm going to be presenting. Actually, today I'm at the Midwest Photography Day of Photography program, and tomorrow I'll be at Mac Group, Mac Group Detroit. And Wonder. you founded Mac Group Detroit. We talked a little bit about it before uh, you joined us, but uh, I founded August 24th, 1986. 1986. That's a wow. few years ago. You must have been very young. I was at the time. <laughs> I, was only, the, I was only four. What were the uh, Terry? What were the Mac? What were the Mac? Uh, what were the Macs that you were on at that time? I'm not that familiar with Macs. That, on, at at that, that time, it was a nine-inch black and white monitor. Everyone had the same one. It was either a Mac 512 Enhanced or a Mac Plus. <laughs> oh wow! How far we have come! It's yes, incredible. We have. Do you remember when um, the Apple II Color came out? I do. When was that? I'm trying to remember the That the had to be in the 70s, like 78, 79. Was it 70? I didn't know if it was 78. Um, I, it was before 80, but I couldn't remember. And I know that uh, you know the Apple II didn't come out until the very, very beginning of 77, right? Right, yeah, it's like 76, 77. Yeah. Well, if we're going to go down that history path, we might, as well just, <laughs> we might as well just shoot it all the way. So let me ask you, Terry, what was the first digital camera that you owned because you were doing digi- cause you're, you're big in digital photography now? My first digital camera, and it was funny because I knew then that that was the last day I would shoot film, was actually the Quick Take 100. It was Apple's first digital camera. Um, it shot a lovely 640 by 480 image <laughs> in nice grainy color, and oh my goodness. you connected it to your Mac via serial cable to download the images, and it ran on, I think, two AA batteries. Oh. And, and at that time, even with that uh, very, very rough interface and everything that went along with it, you knew digital was the way to go. That was the day I stopped shooting film. Why? Why? Because... I knew then that I would always want the convenience of being able to shoot whatever I want at no additional cost other than batteries, oh. and being able to bring those images directly into my computer and do whatever I wanted to do with them. And, Even and though the quality wasn't on a par with, let's say, you know, a, a, a film that had been developed? Well, even back then, my cameras were, you know, point-and-shoot, like sure. Kodak instant cameras. Right. So they weren't great to begin with. And oh, today... You know, nobody uses film today because digital is so much better than film ever was. Well, right? some professionals. So, so what that says is I was right. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right. All right. Well, you know, we were just remarking how things changed. Usually, you know, back then when you talked photography, you were talking about darkroom. Now you're yeah. talking Lightroom. All right. <laughs> so what's, going, what's this? What's what is Lightroom? Lightroom? Yeah. Lightroom is Adobe's photo management and adjustment tool. So here's the thing about photography, especially digital now, that now that we're all shooting images, whether it be with a camera, a smartphone, a toaster, whatever it is you're shooting <laughs> images with, you're, you're not getting less images, you're getting more. And you're going to have more and more every year. Because every yeah. year you're taking new pictures all year long. So light, you know, what do you do with these tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of images? And Lightroom is the answer. 
Have you found that now that you have a tool like Lightroom that uh, you are better at managing all these images? I mean, because in my opinion, folks shoot a lot more for lack of a better term, crummy pictures yeah. than they did when they had film because when you had film, you had to get it right. You only had so many shots at that time. Uh, talk about how Lightroom helps management uh, or, or helps a person to be a better manager of photos. Well, I mean, the one thing for me, at least as a Lightroom user, is when I bring my images in. So let's say I went to a party and I shot 100 frames. When I bring those 100 images in, I immediately start going through them, and what Lightroom helps me do is by just with a keystroke, I can mark it as a pick or reject or five stars or color label. So uh. the ones that I know I'm never going to use, out of focus, bad composition, accidentally shot the floor, whatever <laughs> it is, those I'm immediately marking as an X. And just um, that way when I'm done marking through the 100, I can hit a command key and a keyboard shortcut and find all the rejects and immediately send them to the cornfield, immediately trash them. Mm. So they're gone. Now, I, I think back at, I remember opening fold, like those, you know, those envelopes from your images that you got, or your photos that you developed on film and you got from the photo lab. Oh, yes, yes. And I would still see that image shot of the floor. And <laughs> yes. for some reason, you just can't throw away the physical picture. Yeah. But I have no problem deleting because you paid good. You paid good money for it. That you was the problem. Good money yeah. For, yeah, you pay. You paid a. You know, back then maybe a, maybe a dollar for that. that yeah, before. <laughs> Isn't that horrible? You just can't throw it away. But on the other hand, Terry, one of the problems, I at least the problem, and and you alluded to it, Cal, is I have so many more images. Um, than I've ever been able to manage. And management, I think, for me, is probably the biggest issue. Not necessarily composition or anything yeah, else. Because like you got to find it, right? <laughs> yeah. If you ever want to show right. it to anybody, you got to find it again. Yeah. And it, it's for instance, this new setting I've noticed on my iPhone 6 is HDD, means that I can hold the button down and take like 10 images of something. I just discovered that the other day. So all of a sudden, I have even more than I had before. <laughs> It is a really, and I think a lot of people who are listening right now, a lot of us suffer from that. We have many more images that we can well, possibly it, it, handle. Take, take it up, a, take it up a step, and you not only have more images, you have them in more places. Because, like you said, you've got images on your iPhone. Yes. You got images with your regular camera. You got images with your DSLR. You have images with, you know, shot with maybe a GoPro or some other small device. Sure. sure. And they're on memory cards, they're on hard drives, they're on the cloud, they're in folders, they're all over the place. So part of that management then is getting those things into a single place, I would imagine. And that would Absolutely. be, I'm going to guess, the cloud? That would be Lightroom. Ah. And then going from there to various places. All right, we're going to talk about that in just a little bit. Uh, Terry White is our guest right now. He's a, certainly a professional photographer and also somebody who has a rich history here in Detroit as a founder of the Mac Group in Detroit, a user group that's been there since 1986. Cal Carson, who's in the studio with us, is a, a faithful member of that. And uh, we're talking about how do you handle this this new abundance of images that we have, not all of them quite the precious images that we want to look back on fondly <laughs> many years hence. How do you manage that? And then how do you store that? And the two topics that he's talking about with us today, and that will be the main topic for his conversation Sunday, April the 26th 
at the Birmingham Temple will be Adobe Lightroom, which is a new tool for management, and then Creative Cloud. And we'll talk about the transition between those two. Cal, you want to say something before we Yeah, start? Terry. The question that I have is, you know, we have a cross-section of listeners out there. So is Creative, I mean, excuse me, is Lightroom something that we can talk about uh, who it's best suited for when we come back Good from the break? Good point. Let's do that when we come back, Terry. We'll talk about who these things are best suited for. Yes, absolutely. Good. You're listening to the Internet Advisor. By the way, you can find us online at internetadvisor.net, where on Sunday night you can download the entire podcast and listen to this at your leisure. Thanks for joining us here on the Internet Advisor. Well, hello once again, Foster Brown, the uh, producer and co-host of the program, along with Gary Baker and Cal Carson in studio, and Ed Rudell, a proud dad that he is, is at Grand Valley State College right now with his uh, firstborn, Chardet, who is graduating there, and congratulations to Chardet and to Ed and Tina Rudell on their uh, first child uh, graduating from college. With us online is Terry White, who is the founder of Mac Group Detroit. Back in 1986, a user group here, which is one of the premier Mac groups in the country, user groups that is, and we're talking with him about something that is near and dear to his heart, which is photography and uh, photography workflows in particular. Two items, Adobe Lightroom and Creative Cloud are what help us with kind of organizing and focusing and storing this. And Cal, you had a question for um, Terry just before we broke. Why don't you relate that question again? Sure, no problem at all. Uh, the question I have for Terry is basically this. Uh, tell us who is a person who would be most suited for something like Lightroom, or would they be better off with Elements or some other Adobe product? Uh, could you elaborate a little bit on that for us, please? Well, Lightroom started out as a tool and still is a tool for professionals primarily. That was the main objective for creating mm-hmm. Lightroom in the first place, you know, uh, six versions ago. Um, however, there are, you know, as we, so let's let's say that's the top of the pyramid, the pros. Then you have this large middle section of what I would call photo enthusiasts. These are people that don't necessarily make a living from photography. They don't um, they don't even think about making a living from photography, <laughs> but they're interested in photography. Yeah, yeah. They have they go out and spend money on gear. They buy better cameras. They buy mm-hmm. lenses, mm-hmm. and they just love the art of photography. Right. They love going you know sp- traveling and and buying, uh, or I'm sorry, traveling and taking uh, great photos. So I would say Lightroom is probably for that middle section and the top section. Then at the bottom, you have people that maybe their cam- their only camera is their cell phone. And that or would be me. I think you're probably a majority of our listeners, I think, most of us. Yeah. Maybe it's their cell phone or their or smartphone, I should say, and it's their right. maybe a point-and-shoot, maybe mm-hmm. a step above that. Mm-hmm. Um, then you have to ask the question of, well, how important is management to you? <laughs> so yeah. even if you're a point-and-shoot or camera phone person, you probably still have hundreds or thousands or hundreds of thousands I, of images. Terry, I would almost the, say it's it's more important for us, the people who right. <laughs> you know, the, the rookies yeah. who tend to pile up all these things rather indiscriminately. It's, management is even bigger. Right. So then the, the question becomes, well, would a person that's in that category spend money on a professional tool? So sure. that, that's a question I can't answer. I don't right. know. It's because how important it is to them. And if not, then perhaps Elements, which is uh, Photoshop Elements in particular, is the lower, lower, lower end product for consumers. So okay. it's a less than $100 product, okay. and it's got photo editing capability. It's got a lot of the great power in Photoshop uh, for, manage- for editing. And it does have a management component, but the management component is not as, I would say, not as 
sophisticated as Lightroom. Okay. And okay. it's not cloud-based, correct? Correct. Well, Lightroom isn't cloud-based either. I mean, that's a, it has a cloud aspect to it, okay. but your images are still on your drives. Okay. And the program is still on your drive. All right. And that, that's, that's good, I think, for us to hear out there uh, to get some idea. Now, by the way, would you just for a moment step aside and let's throw in something that as Mac users, uh, those of us who have Yosemite, which is the latest um, operating system, 10.10.3? Yes. I think it is. They recently came out with something called f- Photo rather than iPhoto, which was the old system that was out there. Could you comment just briefly on how good that is? Uh, you know, for, the, if you will, that bottom rung for organizing our, well, our images. Well, I would say for that bottom level, um, Photos is probably a good enough solution, especially if you tie it into, I, I, or what do they call it, iCloud Photos. iCloud Photos, right. Right, right. because yeah. here's, here's what the goal of Photos and iCloud Photos is. First of all, um, if you're coming from iPhoto or Aperture, Photos is going to seem very anemic to you. It's going to feel like it has virtually nothing compared to what you're used to. Yeah. Because iPhoto and Aperture, which is uh, Apple's prior uh, professional tool, that those tools were designed for doing a lot more editing and a lot more, um, you know, touching up of your photos. Right, tweaking. Whereas right. Photos are tweaking. Whereas Photos is more like the Photos app on your iPhone or on your iPad. So with photos, you have the same, you know, user interface for the most part. You have mm-hmm. the same controls. But, again, I think where Apple is trying to solve the same problem is by if you turn on uh, iCloud Photos, then what happens is let's say you have, uh, just for a round number, you have a 1,000 photos on your Mac. Mm-hmm. Well, the minute you turn that on, those same 1,000 photos are still on your Mac, but they get uploaded to iCloud. Now, of course, uh-huh. on your iPhone and your iPad, you don't have that much storage. You don't have right. storage for thousands and thousands of photos. Right. Matter of fact, that's so, part of the problem. They take up a lot of that space. Yes, go ahead. Right. Mm-hmm. So they so when you turn on iCloud photos on your on your iPad or your iPhone, you see those thousand photos, but they aren't really on your device. Uh-huh. Now, the minute you tap on one, then it down it you you'll see a little a circle as its progress bar is downloading that photo directly to your device. Genius. And catching it. That is genius. So and then you, you make any it, kind of adjustments. Can, Pardon me, Terry. Right, you make you any make kind of adjustments. Yeah. You can make adjustments, use it, share it, and after I would say I don't know what the time frame is. Eventually, it will disappear off the device again. It'll still show it, but it won't be taking up storage anymore. Excellent. So you only have the store. You only taking up storage for the photos you recently worked on. And then if your photo sits there for a long enough, let's say days, weeks, whatever, then it eventually will delete itself off your off the device, but still show in your library. One one more thing about this before we move on to Creative Cloud. I want to make sure we get there. I understand with photos that even though it looks more simplistic, at least some of the things I've been reading, and Cal, correct me on this for, as a Mac user, even though it looks more simplistic, apparently behind the scenes, it's doing more things automatically in terms of adjusting light levels and contrast and things like that. Am I right on that? Well, I really haven't noticed anything quite like that. I just know that behind the scenes it's being managed and the mechanics of it works better than iPhoto did before because iPhoto would tend to bog down after you get a certain oh, number of pictures in it. Yeah. And this has been somewhat still brisk even with the 3,000 pictures I've got in mind right now. Wow. All right, Terry, Terry White, by the way, our guest here, and uh, Cal and and Gary, you're in studio here. My name is Foster Brown, by the way. And now, what I want to do, though, is we, because we've touched on the cloud nature of this and how Apple is handling cloud uh, and using it for the photos, which I think is ingenious. How does now moving up again to this more professional level uh, with uh, Lightroom? How does that tie? How can you tie that into the cloud then? 
Well, if you have Lightroom uh, as part of Creative Cloud, then you also automatically have access to what's called Lightroom Mobile. So just uh, so if you have a uh, iPad, iPhone, Android phone, Android tablet, you can download the respective apps for those devices. And any collections, which would be albums if you want to think of it in a traditional sure, term sure. in Lightroom, that you click to enable for Lightroom Mobile instantly show up on your other devices as well as the web browser. Uh, so let's say I had a collection of 50 photos from a birthday party, mm-hmm. and I click, um, you know, add those to Lightroom Mobile. So those 50 photos are uploaded. Actually, a small representation of them is uploaded. That's great quality. And then they show up on all my devices in that birthday party collection. But also, I can just simply click share, and then I get a unique link created for that collection that I can send to anyone, no matter what they're on, oh. as long as they have a web browser. Well, that's genius. So okay. they can look at those images in the web browser. They can even like them or make comments to them. And those mm-hmm. comments and likes actually sync back to Lightroom on the desktop. Terry, for our uh, our users that aren't uh, on Mac or Android, uh, is Lightroom available also on the Windows platform? Um, Lightroom on the desktop is available on Windows, but not the mobile device. Okay. Um, is So is Photoshop then the one that is used by more uh, non-Mac users, if, I, if you will? No, actually, Photoshop is a different kind of tool. Photoshop is for photo editing, not photo management. I got it. Okay. All right. And well, it's used equally on both platforms. I definitely will tell you that uh, if you really want to see some absolutely fabulous, and I know I'm putting them, maybe even making them embarrassed, but if you want to go to Terry White's website and look at the photography that he has out there, it's absolutely amazing. The man has a an eye with a camera that is just phenomenal. Well, then we have to have a, a, an address for that. Terry, what's, what's the address for your, ter- your, uh, your website? Well, my, my main website is terrywhite.com, but if you're interested in specifically the photography, it's terrywhitephotography.com. TerryWhitePhotography.com. Hey, we are just close to our time out. How about Creative Cloud? Any any thoughts? Matter of fact, I tell you what we do. We're going to take a. Can you hang on for a few minutes more? I can. Okay, here's what we're going to do. Um, I'd like to take a pause in just a moment uh, and come back. And because there's one more element you wanted to talk about, which was Creative Cloud, and I want to make sure we get a little time to give you a chance to talk about that as well. Uh, we've been talking about Lightroom. By the way, what is the cost of Lightroom? Well, Lightroom is one. I believe it's one seventy nine. If you never owned the previous version, I okay. think the upgrades are seventy nine. Okay. Or uh, what we're going to talk about uh, when we come back, if you sign up via Creative Cloud, then you can basically. Um, join Creative Cloud as a member and get access to Lightroom and the full version of Photoshop for $9.99 a month or basically $120 a year. Wow. we got to talk more about that in just a moment. That's Creative Cloud. We'll be talking about that great, it sounds like a great deal coming up with Terry White in just a moment for all of you uh, who enjoy taking pictures. We've been talking about uh, mainly organizing those pictures and uh, finding ways of being able to edit things. And and what's fascinating now, ways of being able to access those things on many other devices. Coming back in just a moment with Terry White to conclude our conversation about photography as we're heading into the season for pictures. And once again, thank you for joining us here on the Internet Advisor. I'm Foster Brown, the co-host of the program and the producer as well. And we are delighted today to have a guest with us who has been very important to the Mac community here in Detroit, but also as a photographer, I think, probably also just in general to photographers everywhere because Terry White is somebody who has just created an 
a standard of excellence in terms of his photography. And you can watch some of that. You can see some of those wonderful images that um, uh, Cal Carson here was bragging a little bit about at terrywhitephotography.com. And we'll make sure that we link to that on our homepage as well. Terry, thanks again for being with us here. We're talking about Lightroom, Adobe's new management software that's out there. And um, also, I we had talked a little bit about... Um, uh, creative Cloud as being a, a new approach to allowing people to get at an incredible array of editing and management and storage options at a very cheap price on a monthly basis. So please talk about that a little bit more. Actually, I'm glad the way you I'm glad you set it up the way you did because that's exactly what it is. If you think about, uh, let's say, three years ago, if you wanted a copy of Photoshop legally, <laughs> it would be... <laughs> Why is Cal be, smiling? <laughs> <laughs> it would cost you for the full version starting at $700. Yeah. If you want a Lightroom, you add another 180 onto it or mm-hmm. 200 right. So now you're suddenly close to $1,000 mm-hmm. for two pieces of software that's literally just out of the question for that middle to low-end tier that we talked right, about earlier. Right, right, And now uh, with Creative Cloud, it's basically opening up these professional tools to a market that never would have, never, not necessarily could afford, but never would afford them in the past. Am I right that this is kind of the same model as, for instance, Office 365 from Microsoft, which allows you access to that whole array of the great, you know, uh, office tools they have for basically 10 bucks a month. This is the same kind of thing, only with uh, with photography. Right. So Creative Cloud comes in different flavors. Of course, we have more tools than just photography tools, so there's a full Creative Cloud plan. But what we announced, I believe it was um, almost two years ago now, so around June 2000. What are we, 15? So mm-hmm. June 2013, mm-hmm. we announced the Creative Cloud Photography Plan. Uh, actually, I think it came out a little bit later that year. But okay. the photography plan is basically looking at what do photographers need of our tools and what's the, what's the way that we can get it in the most hands possible. So we came up with Lightroom and Photoshop, which are the two tools photographers are going to use the most, and um, basically pricing it very aggressively at $9.99 a month. Mm-hmm. And with, at that price, you're always on the latest version, and you always have access to these two professional tools. And, now, but, you, and it's wonderful, you, yeah. You add on to that, now with Lightroom Mobile, unlimited syncing of photos. So whether it's 1,000, 100,000, a million, doesn't matter. Right. You Unlimited syncing of photos. In that same price. Wow, for nine ninety nine a month. Now is all. Now, so th- th- I do it a, di- a little different way, Terry, and and I don't use the uh, the Creative Cloud. I just use iCloud. Um, I take a ton of photos, and instead of trying to edit them and get to the right one, I just ended up buying another fifteen gig of uh, <laughs> iCloud storage for ninety nine cents a month. I figure I can store a bazillion photos in there. I can't find them, of course, but I can store them. Are, are, are you saying, Terry, with Lightroom, I can store as much as I want out there, so I can shoot camera raw shots well, and pump the them thing. up there? We're, we're we're talking two different things. Okay. okay. We're talking syncing and storing. Storing to me says I'm going to be able to put a photo somewhere and delete it from somewhere else. That's okay. storing. Okay. We're not storing. We're syncing. Ah, so that I want that to be you, clear. Right. If you have 10,000 photos on your hard drive, you can sync those 10,000 photos to Lightroom Mobile, and they will be available on your devices, all 10,000. 
and you know that they're going to be backed up properly. And no, no, some... no, no. That's storage. Syncing means if I delete 5,000 of those off my hard drive, then those 5,000 are it. also unsynced. Okay, okay, so essentially, you still have the control over what's being stored, right? Correct. What's okay. being synced. Okay, <laughs> I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. They store nothing. They don't store. They only yeah. sync it for you. So exactly. your multiple devices will keep it in sync. So this is different from the uh, Apple model, where essentially there's well, no, not no, not really. No, no and you're right. If you delete it from any of your devices, it is deleted from iCloud storage. You're right. You're right. Wow. Okay. The okay. only difference, though, is that with the Apple model, you're buying storage places right. to actually store it go. where ah. with the creative cloud one you're just using a syncing service okay so where is that part so so the, yeah the difference is with iCloud you're paying for the amount of storage it takes to sync your photos with creative cloud you're paying to use the photos and you're getting unlimited syncing of photos you're, I'm sorry you're paying to use the tools and you're getting unlinking unlimited syncing of photos. <laughs> so when you that say was a mouthful. So when you say syncing, so those photos that are on each of my devices. They're available to your devices. In other where, words, where is it? Devices, right? So where is it? They're all on your device. They're all You're in, not storing they're all in Lightroom Mobile. They're in the cloud. But to me, like I said, storage means that I can put them there and then delete them from other places and they will stay there. That's not what syncing is. Syncing says if I delete them from anywhere, they're deleted from everywhere. Right. Okay. So, but where do where do they where do they live? Where do they live? Where do they physically, they physically reside? Physically live on your hard drives wherever okay. you keep them. Okay. Okay. That's important so to know. Your, right. If your hard drive crashed and you lost everything, your images would still be synced to Lightroom Mobile, but you really wouldn't have a way to get them down. So we're not storing your photos. We're, we're not a backup important. service. Important. Make that very clear. Important. That's a very important distinction. Not a backup service. But again, but, we're talking uh, about tools and syncing, right? Right. Gary, are you getting that? <laughs> uh, no, I'm not. I'm, okay. I'm trying to figure I mean, out what no, this okay, means. Let me, so. let, me give you a, let me give you an example. If you were talking about uh, Crash Plant, which is a popular store, uh, cloud storage backup place, yeah. if I, if I um, pay for their service and back up my photos to Crash Plant and my hard drive crashes, I can go to Crash Plant and download my photos again. Okay. Because they're a backup service that's storing my photos. Like it was a like a separate hard okay. drive that you put them on. Correct. Okay. We're so, allowing you access to your photos everywhere. But you have to store them on a backup drive on a computer. Correct. You or, still need to back up your computer or in the cloud if you want. They're uh, basically a bridge for you. Yep. In other words, they they bridge in between your your iPad and your Mac, and so. Mm -hmm. It syncs them across those two different locations, mm -hmm. but they don't keep it for you. They just keep the two locations. And, and it seems like so wherever I well, took the well, photograph. That's, that's, that's a little bit off, too. So, okay, let's, let's take the cloud aspect out of it. For and we're going to have to do this quickly, Terry, because we're coming to right. the end. So right, people are going to have to go and attend right. your lecture. <laughs> real, real quick, let's go back to before cloud services, and you had an iPad. You wanted to put photos on it, you plugged it in, and you synced those photos from iTunes to your iPad. Right. They lived in both places. They were taking up storage in both places. Right. With the cloud services and syncing, they're taking up storage on your computer, syncing and taking up storage on the cloud, not taking up storage on your devices. Does that make it clear? On the sure. other on the devices where it's not being stored. Okay. Yeah, I think we can by the so, way, I, I was gonna say if you really want more details, it would be good for you to attend Terry's 
uh, lecture that's going to be going on tomorrow uh, afternoon, uh, Sunday afternoon, April 26th at uh, the Birmingham Temple. And we have more information on that on our homepage as well. Terry White, thank you so much for being with us and for sharing these insights. I hope it uh, for people who have, who have been looking for these kind of tools, it sounds like this second uh, uh, option is an exciting one. Terry, again, as it's always been good talking with you. You take care of yourself. Thank you. It's been great. And uh, thanks for having me. All right. You're very all welcome. Right. Mr. Take Terry care. White, and uh, again, if you go to terrywhitephotography.com, you can see some of his great work. Terrywhite.com tells you more about him in general. And uh, the Mac Group is meeting in Detroit on April the 26th.